Tap your ass on in here, you'll find me in your bed, old man. Meanwhile, my clothes are still in the living room, so make of that what you will. We'd spent the better part of the morning delivering summons receipts from the previous day. Then we stopped at the office to get Lash's report on Mercedes Sandoval. Grabbed a takeout pizza, went to my place, and Carla read me the report. To her credit, she kept my glass refilled without being asked. There was nothing in the file we didn't already know, other than the FBI was now tracking Sandoval's whereabouts based on the movement of money to offshore accounts prior to her disappearance. At some point, I realized Carla was drinking too. Her words had taken on the liquid slurry indicative of lazily firing synapses. The lack of evidence connecting Sandoval to the bomb in Carla's bathroom, along with the drinking, is how we ended up where we are. Carla and I have a history of landing in a sweaty heap when things around us start to fall apart. Both of us would tell you it isn't attributed to anything meaningful, but I think it's safe to assume we're both idiots in that regard. It's just another one of our goddamn elephants. Clearly, we're not doing a good job tending to the herd. And that's the only excuse I have for saying what I thought I'd only imagined saying, but must have said aloud. The brief silence that followed was as jarring as our clumsy disentanglement. Uh, Morno, you've just dispatched a great deal of seminal fluid, and far better men have been felled for less, so might I suggest reassessing that declaration once you're sober? And that, folks, is how a situation suddenly and forebodingly gets away from you. The last time this happened, the roles were reversed. Carla said something similar one night after having consumed an unfortunate amount of alcohol and line dancing. But this time, I was the one spewing nonsensical love from the swill-soaked depths of a bottle. This little irony would be a problem. And I needed another problem like I needed another aching orifice. My brain instantly went into redirect mode. Carla, I should probably remind you that I'm an unrepentant ass. Well, no, nothing you're going to say right now will help. Just do us both a favor and stifle the urge to mitigate, will you? But just so we're clear, me not choosing to call you on your bullshit doesn't mean I haven't gotten a whiff of it. I smile, I nod, and I make a mental note. But you're not exactly an unsolvable enigma, you know? You're straddling a fucking cliché. A self-loathing alcoholic with serious doubts about anyone, God forbid, who learns to love you. So you let everyone know right up front that you are an unrepentant asshole. Which keeps you from having to face your shit or deal with anyone else's on a meaningful level. But unfortunately for you, that assertion flies in the face of the simple fact that you're just being a big old wuss. Because a true unrepentant asshole doesn't need to announce it. He doesn't give a fuck. You give a fuck. You give way more fucks than you're comfortable admitting. Lots and lots of fucks. So very many fucks. About ten minutes later, I was pondering said fucks while trying to wash off a sense of impending doom when I experienced the weird sense of vertigo I felt every time I showered. It was like being unmoored. I guess you don't notice the roll and pitch of your vessel until suddenly the horizon goes missing. Carla. A few seconds later, I heard the shower curtain slide on its metal rings. Yes, my liege? 
Do you require assistance burnishing the royal testicles? Something's not right in here. I feel unbalanced. Uh-huh. Well, consuming four glasses of scotch in the middle of the day will do it. Check the floor of the tub. Does it look level? I have to rest my elbow against the wall when I'm washing my hair just to have any goddamn sense of balance. Something's off. Tub is fine, Morno. Great, now I'm getting soaking wet. Oh wait, hang on, I, I think I know what it is. Some of these holes in the shower head are clogged, so the water's coming out at sort of an angle. That's probably what's throwing you off. Clogged holes, clogged toilet. My apartment was surrendering to the same sense of constipation that my ability to write had already succumbed. Damn, you're becoming a sensitive little fucker in your dotage, huh? I felt her footsing around with the shower head. Her arms up body against mine as she teetered, probably on tiptoes. Carla grabbed my shoulders for leverage and I felt her climb the rest of the way into the shower. She took my hands and placed them at the hem of her now-soaked shirt, then put a finger at each corner of my mouth and forced it up into a smile. I pulled off her shirt, tossed it onto the floor of the tub, and ran my hands down her back to her bare ass. A very nice place to be for the entire 25 seconds. I was there before someone started knocking on the apartment door. Oh, damn it. The mobility instructor. It's got to be close to 6 o'clock. Carla clambered out of the shower, and I heard the splat splat of wet feet making haste against the floor. Hang on a minute, I'm coming. I, on the other hand, took my time. When the water finally made its abrupt segue from boiling to lukewarm... As it tends to do in a building with a shoddy water heater, I wrapped the towel around my waist, felt around for my fuck stick, and opened the bathroom door, the target being my bedroom across the hall. Hello, unwanted guest. I was given to believe my mobility instructor would be male. Not sure I have room in my life for another overbearing female. Jake, you just came out of the bathroom. Tall, towel around his waist. Needs a haircut. Grumpy disposition. I got that last part, Mom, but thanks for the visual. Lash sent me a kid? Ha! I thought he liked me. I tapped my way toward them, raising the stick to waist level, and swinging it back and forth until I came in contact with a body. You got a cane. That's good, but why are you smacking my arm with it? Because I like to know where people are in relation to my person. Carla must have sidled up next to me because I felt her grab my left elbow and usher me toward my recliner. She's got him by the elbow and she's pushing him toward the recliner. There's a couch at 2 o'clock, Jake. You'll have to walk around the coffee table. Hey, here, let me... You shouldn't lead him by the elbow. It's socially inappropriate, not to mention clumsy. Let him take your arm. It makes it easier for him to move along with you. Don't mind Carla, she's always socially inappropriate. Says the man greeting strangers in a floral towel. Floral? When did I acquire floral towels, Carla? When I decided that your old ones needed replacing. Can I get you guys something to drink? I've got soda, bottled water, orange juice. While you get our guests' beverages, I think I'll change out of my frock. I fumbled around for my cane, but it wasn't leaning against the wall behind my chair where I'd left it. Where's my damn fuck stick? Oh no. Watch your mouth. It's right here. 
I had to move it to the other side so it wouldn't fall into the hallway. Carla, you have to tell him when you move things, but it's best if you don't move his fuckstick. That will be the last time I hear that come out of your mouth, Jake. I managed to get back to the bedroom and blindly rummage through my drawers for what felt like a shirt and jeans. Putting the ladder on was easy. Unfortunately, shirts these days come without tags. I can personally attest to the fact that this trend is discriminatory. I thought I had it on right, but as soon as I re-entered the living room, I learned otherwise. Shirts on inside out and backwards. I felt Carla hastily pulling up my shirt. Oh, okay, stop. Get away from me, woman. What happened? She was trying to pull his shirt off and he got caught up in it. Why were you taking off his shirt, Carla? Because it was on inside out and backwards. But why were you taking it off him? He can do that himself. This was probably Carla's first indication that the mobility training she'd happily agreed to for me might turn out to be educational for her. Knowing Carla like I do, I suspect this did not sit well. Carla, I should tell you that when Jake asked why you were taking the shirt off, he was asking a specific question. He wasn't judging you. He's a literal thinker because of his autism. So you should always assume there's nothing nasty behind anything he says. It's all face value, okay? That's not true. I'm learning sarcasm. (laughs) Yes, you are. And we can thank your Aunt Patty for that. I've also got OCD and IBS. Wow, kid. Autistic, obsessive-compulsive... Blind? Looks like you hit the disability trifecta. You must have been a real shit in a past life. Morno, my god. Jake, I'm sorry. He's an idiot, at least half the time, so just bear that in mind. You're gonna have to learn to ignore half of what he says. Hey, I'm not judging either, kid. I'm a blind, alcoholic pain in the ass. Also, I used to see people's emotions in color, until the blindness. That third one has to account for some kind of chromosomal aberration. Are you still standing there without your shirt on? Instinctively, I looked down in the direction of the shirt I was clutching. Obviously, I didn't see anything. But I knew Carla and the kid's mom did, and somehow that left me feeling violated. Like I no longer had any personal space. Like all my space had dissipated into everyone else's. I tossed a shirt on the floor and felt around for the recliner, sinking into it. Not anymore. Hey, you want me to- No, Carla. I don't want you to anything. You guys need a break from each other. For a blind kid, you sure can see pretty well. <clears throat> His mom did that throat clearing again, and I got a sense it was a verbal cue for her son. Okay, Jake. I'm gonna leave you to it. Mr. Morneau, Jake charges $10 an hour, and you two can decide how long you'll require his services. But he's got school, so unless it's something important, he's not free till after 3 o'clock during the week. I expect you both to use common sense with regard to language and age appropriateness in every situation. You should know that one of Jake's many fine qualities, though, is that he cannot tell a lie, so I will hear about any inappropriate behavior. And Dan Lash is a friend. He told me you can be trusted, but he also told me to tell you not to make Either of us regret this, okay? Wait, you're leaving the kid with me? Why does he get paid if I'm doing the babysitting? Well, based on what I've seen, Jake's going to be doing the babysitting, and he will earn every penny. 
As soon as I heard the door close behind her, I asked the kid if he wanted to watch TV. For God's sakes, don't be an ass. No thank you, Morno. I'm going to give Carla some tips, and then she can leave us alone. First, always address the person, not a third party through them. Like, don't ask my mom a question about me if I'm standing right there. Second, don't touch or grab a blind person. Even if you think it'll help, it won't. It's embarrassing and enabling. If he can do it himself, let him do it. But he can't do it himself. That's why I've been helping him. How do you know he can't do it himself? You gotta let him try and keep trying until he gets it. I think you're confusing what he can't do with what he can't do as quickly as you'd like him to do it. Ouch! I felt that one in my gut. Alright, I guess I'll leave you guys to it. Morno, I've got a date, but I'll have my cell phone if you run into any problems. But since yours died and you could barely work the damn thing when you could see it, I guess you'll just have to send up a bat signal or something if you need me. Give me your number and I'll put it into my phone. You can take mine too and if you get worried, just call me. Huh, how are you going to do that if you can't see? Tricks of the trade, I'll teach him if we get that. We'll start with mapping out your apartment, Mr. Morno. And then we'll go for a walk outside so I can get a feel for how you move around. Wait, what? You're taking him outside? How is that supposed to work? Neither of you can see, and this isn't exactly a stellar neighborhood. It's going to be dark soon. My aunt lives in the area. I'm familiar with it. But you understand it's already dark for us, right? So how would being dark outside make any difference? I was starting to like this kid. He handled Carla well. And since he was a kid, she had to temper her responses. That alone was worth the ten bucks an hour. I only meant... Listen, dark around here means dangerous. It's when the weirdos come out. I just can't believe your mom would want you walking around out there by yourself. I won't be by myself. I'll be with Mr. Morneau. I think we can dispense with the Mr. Stuff, kid. Morneau's fine. Okay, is there somewhere within walking distance that you'd like me to help you figure out how to get back and forth from? Morno. My office and apartment are just over a mile apart on Dexter Avenue, with the meanwhile midway between them. Everything I need is within the span of 15 blocks, but I think Carla was clear on exactly where the kid and I were headed. <laughs>